Guess who's back? Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Here on the Out. I have returned. I have. I am the ghost. I dipped after my last podcast, and now I'm back. For those who are new, welcome back to my podcast. I hopefully you enjoy. Hopefully you've been enjoying my previous episodes. But I'm back and bigger and better. And for those who's been listening since the beginning, welcome back. I have not abandoned my fellow listeners. Maybe just a little bit, but I had my reasonings, okay? But anyways, I'm back. That's the whole point. Hopefully, you guys have been having a wonderful life without hearing my particular, somewhat annoying sometimes, voice in your ear. Um, I don't really have like a certain topics I want to talk about. It's just kind of a catch-up episode, I guess, and how was your age, how was the rest of your Ramadan, how was life in general. Hopefully you guys are doing amazing, and I wish you guys continue to do amazing. And yeah, I've been living my life, I've been working, my Eid was amazing. You know, I've realized, and I'm pretty sure everyone has realized, growing up, um, when you become an adult... The sad life of being an adult. It is not that special to some people. Uh, to me, I'm still that little girl who gets their clothes ready, ironed on the bed. Like, if I have to sleep on the floor so my clothes has a place that's not going to get wrinkled and it's on my bed, I would. I get excited to get sweets even though I'm really, really grown. So I shouldn't be getting sweets, but like, I finesse. <laughs> Just kidding, I don't I don't finesse, but when everybody's not looking, I kind of uh, just grab some sweets, you know. It's still my right. I have a right to have sweets on a day. Um, but to some people, it's kind of like, okay, you go to the mosque, you pray, and then you kind of sit at home. But it's how you make it. If you make it fun, um, then you'll never be bored. If you kind of say, you know what, there's no point of this, like, I'm an adult, then you're going to have a boring Eid every single year. And here's the thing, here's what how I like to split it up. If a lot of people say, okay, Eid can go for three days. So for three days, the first day is with your f- family. Your family that you've never seen in a while. You take that day with your family because you guys don't know, but sometimes when you don't spend time with your family, it's like you kind of miss them. As, no- as annoying as they may be. You kind of miss them, and you kind of miss the laughter, and you miss you like kind of reminding you of your childhood. So just hang out with your family for the first one. Take the kids to uh, the f- I don't know what do you guys have fairs, theme parks, uh, whatnot, whatnot. You should take it, have fun. You know, try to be a little kid for that day. Uh, have fun. Like don't get stuck on the rides. Don't be that embarrassing. But you know, take your little cousins out take your little sisters out um make them have a good eat so they can remember that when they grow up and then the second day you can spend with your friends i'm sure you guys have a lot of muslim friends you guys can make a plan go to dinner or even if you're not going to do the three days and you have to go back to work or you have school the following days in the morning you could be with your family and then in the afternoon or the night you can go out with your friends and have like dessert dinner um binge eat and instead of 
you know, saying, oh, it's not going to really work out, da, da, da. Or you could postpone it. My Eid is the whole month. I don't know about you, I don't know about y'all, but my Eid is going to be the whole month if I don't have time on that exact day of Eid. Plus, it's the summertime, so you can get to see your friends, and you're out of school, and exams all over. <sighs> Bottle break. And, yeah, so instead of being all down on yourself and saying, you know what, Eid is, is boring as you grow up. Instead of doing that, or, or some people try to be, try to be cool and say, I don't, I'm not celebrating Eid this year. What? How does that even make sense? How are you trying to be cool and not celebrate something that's in your religion? Oh, you know, I'm too old for that. If you make yourself old and you say, you know what, it's not going to be fun, then don't bring that energy near me. And then say, oh, you're you're still a little kid. Like, I have a right to be a little kid during Eid, okay? I will always and forever be a little kid. Hopefully my mom's eyes. But then sometimes she says, you're grown. So that doesn't work out. <laughs> mom, I still love you. Anyways, yes. So hopefully you guys enjoyed your Eid and you're not being those little pricks that say, too old for Eid. It doesn't have fun because you can make it fun. Don't live a don't live a boring life just because you're an adult. Okay. Moving on. Uh, anybody else had a struggle of finding an outfit for Eid? I don't know if guys have this problem, but women do a lot because Eid day, you either slay or wait for the other Eid to come. This is the thing, especially if it's after Ramadan, every tr- everyone's trying to be their best during Ramadan, right? So, if you see me lacking, as in like, I look tired and I don't look, you know, A1 all the time, let me live. But AJ is me making up for being not 10-10 and being tired all of Ramadan. But I can't slay... If the clothes cost $300, is it going to take me to Jannah? Is it going to take me to Jannah? If the abaya is $450, is it going to take me to Jannah? I'm just, I'm questioning it. Because, because, why is modest clothes, some of modest clothes, especially abayas and some skirts, why are they over, over $300? Why? And then you try to be smart and you're like, you know what? I'm going to makeshift a modest clothing. So you're going to be like, I'm going to buy from a regular store, but I'm going to try to put like, wear a long sleeve underneath here, maybe wear tights under here. Maybe I'm going to um, sew the slit that's coming from my leg all the way to my thigh up and it's going to be okay. But then the material is just off and it's like, I either spend $500 and I'll buy it. Or... I spend, I would say, 50 bucks to find a two-piece outfit. And then, like, another 50 to to see how I can make it modest, right? And it's all about being smart, you know. It's about, it's about having connections. Like, if you have aunts and you have friends and families, they obviously know where to go. But still, like, the modest fashion... It's kind of quite expensive still. 
when in reality, y'all can find a way to make it less expensive. But then again, yeah, there's people have some really good arguments here and there. I haven't fully read them, but I've seen the arguments. But still, like, try not to finesse people, right? You're still, you're still here in this dunya, right? And uh, finessing people is a no-no, okay? So please have a uh, reasonable price on your abayas and on your, you know, clothing in general, okay? I can find a hijab from a regular store that is like tops, $50 tops. Why are you selling it for $200? Okay? If I'm wearing that hijab and I'm wearing that abaya, that better re- erase all my sins, okay? I'm not about to spend $400, okay, $450. Just say for an abaya and a hijab combo. <sighs> it struggles. The struggles out in the streets. And for guys, what do, the, what do guys do? Get a suit? Hmm? Get a kameez? You know? That's basically it. That's all. They have to do the the least to get ready. And here, we girls out here have standards, not standards, but uh, expectations from society, which I'm not going to get into because I apparently, you know, apparently go full force into that. And I'd rather just not start this today because, <laughs> like I said, it's kind of a catch up episode. And um, with that said, let's move on. I've been watching this show, and I'm pretty sure a lot of people are kind of familiar with it. It's called Love Island. Yes. Yes. Take a time. Take time to absorb what I just said. Yes, I did say Love Island. For those who know me personally, I don't seem like that type of person because of my forever, forever rage, I guess, or anger or disappointment. In reality, love shows. I've ranted it on before, and I'm ranting today. Okay? I watch Love Island. Not because I have, I'm this like, hopeless romantic, oh my god, everyone's finding love. I watch it because, every, first of all, everyone else was talking about it. So I'm like, let me see what they're talking about. Like, what's, what's it all about? And then secondly, I just wanted to see... Like, the drama. That's all. I've been watching it so I can point out the jerks and the girls who are not so nice. I've This is what I've noticed. The guys use the same lines on all the girls. Trash. Um, the girls are not fully being themselves to impress the guys. At the end of the show... For those who don't know, it's I should have explained what Love Island is. Basically, Love Island is a love reality show. A couple of girls, a couple of guys. They're basically a couple, so they get coupled up. And each time, it's either a new girl comes in or a new guy comes in, and they play games in it. And then at the end of the day, someone has to get kicked off of the island for not being in a couple. And that's essentially it. There's a lot of drama, there's a lot of like bullshit. But I watch it because it's, I don't know why I can't stop watching it. It's, it's not real. I know it's real. It's not 
what I'm like going back and forth. I watch it. I know it's not real because at the end, I was going to break up. And people are like, you're so negative. What if they stay together? Da, 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 da. If they stay together, okay, cool. But that is just like The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. Um, they never last. After The Bachelor is over, right? A month or two afterwards, they break up saying they have this difference that they never saw on the show. What do you mean? You were on the show for like, what, 30 weeks? You were on the show for like four weeks? And then you say, oh, we have differences bullshit you're a liar you wanted to just win that the competition this is why i don't i dislike reality tv shows i just dislike it because not reality tv shows but love reality tv shows they're fake but they're entertaining that's why people watch it. that's why i watch it um and i'm just saying right now jack and danny better win just saying and adam better be kicked off the next time that's what all i'm saying he's a jerk i'm not gonna get into it but that's what i wanted to talk about love island and it's just you know it's just ridiculous sometimes but i watch it because it's like oddly satisfying to watch people break up that may make me sound like a bitch or a yeah but uh oh and then on top of that somebody decided to oh you know what what a great idea would be love island somali edition <laughs> let me take a sip of water one second love island Somali edition. That show, if it's ever aired in like the local television and not just in Somalia, will get taken off air only because, only because I just feel like there's going to be a lot of fighting <laughs> and a lot of swearing. And if people decide to translate what they're saying, that's going to be a problem with for networks, you know, because networks don't want to have a huge problem with what they're showing because some, you know, colonizer um, is going to have an issue with it saying something along the lines of, oh, I think they're a little abusive and um, the things that they're saying is inappropriate when reality is because of your, you know, the, the color of your skin. <clears throat> who said that anyways yes that was a funny idea and me reading the tweets on how it's gonna go was hilarious and yeah i think that's that's all i want to catch up with it's been a long it's literally been a long month since i dropped a new podcast i'm pretty sure it was a month ago like a whole month that i dropped a new podcast and I'm back with this episode that's kind of, eh, you know, it's kind of light, lightweight. Um, oh, Twitter. That's what I, the last one I talked about because I woke up today. I woke up today to check, you know, my, my daily news. So I opened up Twitter. <laughs> I opened up Twitter and what the hell is happening on my TL? Um, 
one girl is complaining about putting a hijab on a little girl saying that it's sexualizing them. Yeah. Another one this time it's a it's a man complaining about brown women not being with brown men saying that quote I can't be controlled. Okay. And then I don't know what the other thing is. I completely just forgot what the other one was. But what? Let's start with the first girl that said when you put on a hijab on a little girl, it's a sexualizing them. First of all, get your get your mind out of the freaking gutter, okay? If you have little sisters and if you have little cousins, what do they like to do? They like to mimic you, right? They like to be you and they like to have fun with you. So, if you wear hijab and you're getting ready, say one day you're getting ready, you're putting your hijab, do you not think they, they will grab a hijab and to say, put it on me, put it on me, and walk around like that. And they would like to go outside because their mom wears hijab, their aunts wear hijab. They don't want to be just like their big sister. They just want to be like their mom. So they put on the hijab. It's nothing to do with people forcing them to. It's nothing to do with them being sexualized or saying it's getting ready for marriage. That is beyond stupid. If there's families out there that are forcing little girls to put on a hijab and seeing them, seeing them as a sexual being and sexualizing them, there's something wrong with them. Honestly and truly, there is something wrong with them. Why are you sexualizing a little girl? Little girls, if I, when I was, when I was with my cousins, Every time I want to put on my makeup, every time I'm putting on my, on my hijab, they want to do the same thing. They grab the little, the little, the slip on hijab. They're like, look at me, I'm like you. The amount of times they're like, oh, can you put it on for me, please? It's their choice. Little girls, it's their choice. It's not about, hey, I'm forcing you to wear a hijab. I did it as a kid where I see my mom wearing a hijab. I'm like, I want a hijab. I always wanted the wrapper on ones, but I always got the slip on ones. They look adorable in it, and it's their choice. It's just their nature. They're, they're a child. So if, you're, if you see a child wearing a hijab, say under the age of five, and the first thing that you think about is, oh, they should get married. Oh, they're a little sexualized. Like, oh, they're wearing the hijab because people are looking at them sexually. If you are thinking that, that's the first thing that you think of in your mind, the problem isn't them. The problem isn't the parents putting a hijab on the little girl. The problem, my friend, is you. That's the problem. Because if that's the first thing that comes in your mind, you have to visit a doctor. You have to visit something because there's something wrong with your mind. The wiring in your brain is not correct. If that's the first thing you do. And the fact that this girl just said, Stop putting hijabs on little girls. Like the parents are say, like the parents are the one who's saying shoving the hijab down the throat. Like I had to, t- I had to, sometimes me and my little sister when she was younger would have a screaming fit because I'm like, you know what? It's really really hot outside. I don't want you to be wearing the hijab. So let me take it. And she goes, No, everybody else is wearing the hijab. I want to wear the hijab. So I let her. So you're telling me you have a huge issue with little, little girls wearing the hijab? Bro, the problem isn't them, it's you. 
the whole problem isn't them, it's you. Okay? And then let's go on to the other idiot here that is claiming when the girl... This girl essentially said, you know what? Brown guys are usually controlling and da 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 and so on so that and I don't want to be with someone who, uh, she said brown she said brown guys who are controlling and then she said I can't be controlled. This man decides to do a whole thread, you know, he has time for that, a whole thread of why she's saying she she doesn't want to be controlled because she wants to keep hugging her male cousins, she um wants to wear the turban da da da. She's saying that she wants somebody who doesn't control her because she wants to do the most during marriage. That's what he said. That's his quote. Okay? I don't understand this when females, especially females in the Western countries, when they say that, right? I don't want to be controlled. I want to live my little job. Why do some men go crazy? Like, why do they go mad when they're like, wait, what? Like, the fact that, oh, I can't control her, what? Like, they lose their freaking minds. And it's like, you have to you have to actually think about it deeper and deeper. Like, you have to look at the underlying meaning. She's not screaming, like, you have to understand where she's coming from. She probably has seen family members and friends go through this where men usually try to control their lives. When she says that I don't want to be controlled, it means she has a standard. This is how I see it. Meaning that she has she has standards. She has she can stand her ground. She's not going to be easily deceived by men's words. Okay? That's how I see it. And when men say that, they automatically just think of the worst. Like, oh, this Western girl, she's been brainwashed, da, da, da. And I've already spoken of this way before. When they, the whole, I'm trying to get somebody back home because they're more tolerant. What? First of all, who says someone back home is going to be with their dusty, ugly ass? Okay, that was, <laughs> that was on call. That was on call for, but it had to be said. And... Yeah, and then he just went a whole thread of, oh, she's going to wear a turban instead of a proper hijab. She's going to do the most doing marriage and da 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 And I found that just a useless thing. And I like to say, I like to end off this. People on Twitter love to say the most and the craziest things to get the most reaction out of somebody or a bunch of people, right? So, if you take Twitter seriously, right? Don't be on Twitter because if you take it seriously and you come onto Twitter, I'm sorry, but you're going to get hurt real quick because you're going to catch feelings real quick because some people just talk right out of their ass so they don't really know. And if you're quoting them and sounding like a whole idiot and you caught feelings and you're expressing that, everybody, let me just say this. I don't know if people understand. When you tweet something out, essentially, the entire world can see it. And... We live in a society now that one wrong tweet can ruin your life, right? So, be smart. Do you know how people say, think before you speak, right? Turn that around and say, think before you tweet. Because you're going to say some idiot thing, right? And you're going to have half of Twitter and all the different departments of Twitter. You know, you have the local Twitter, right? That do- doesn't get anything until after four months, right? You have 
Stan Twitter, you have Somali Twitter, you have Asian Twitter, you have Black Twitter. Don't get any of those to be on your back after a stupid tweet, okay? Because you're over. Your life is over, essentially. Well, your social media life is. Because there's some people who do the most and send your tweets to your employers, send your tweets to your school, and get you suspended. So don't be stupid, and don't tweet stupidly. That's all I have to say. Anyways, I'm like, this is going to be a short podcast, and I'm going on to 24 minutes. <laughs> I apologize, guys. And you know what? If you enjoyed this episode, I'm back, right? I'm going to try to do daily podcasts or weekly podcast again. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you have topics or things you want me to talk about, feel free to DM me. Message me on Snap. If you have my number, you can text me. And yes, I don't know what I'm going to title this podcast because I talked about a lot of different things. And if you disagree with me or listen, I'm a very open-minded person. I like to think I'm a very open-minded person. If you have pointers for me, like if you say you should do this more, if you should you should talk this way more, like criticism, criticism, yeah. If you have that, feel free to tell me because I can't be going on thinking that I'm doing a good job and people are not really thinking that. Like I don't really care about what people think, but still, if you if you have a way of me to improve my podcast and improve the way I. Uh, talk about topics you know message me like i'm not gonna be like oh well you could take a hype mate i'm not gonna say that i'm gonna say all right how am i supposed to do this how am i supposed to change you know it's that's how the world that's how the world works man okay anywho i guess until next time could be on thursday it could be next week or month i don't know But without further ado, until before this gets to 30 minutes, I will exit. Hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. Hopefully you like to hear more about me. And if you're new, welcome. This is literally how I speak. I troll a lot. I talk shit a lot. So, welcome guys. Anyways, until next time, adios. Goodbye. Peace. This has been Hear Me Out with your host, Fatete. Hopefully you guys have a nice week and weekend. Adios, amigos.